welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric, and in this episode, I'm back with another edition of the Stock Market Startup Series I've been doing here on the show. And this is where I interview founders and developers of various stock market applications, really to help retail traders like us make more money in the stock market. Now, I hope you'll indulge me a little bit here because in case you didn't know, I'm actually a founder too. I recently founded alphacrunching.com and that's the startup we're gonna talk about today. Now, alphacrunching.com is where I host my application that produces daily forecasts for the S&P 500 using time series forecasting. And if you don't know what that is, we're gonna get into it here in a minute. Now, before we get into what the application does, you could also call it an indicator, um, how it works. I wanna mention how I got here and why I ended up building alphacrunching.com. Now, before we dive in, I've put a free training course on how to use the daily forecast from alphacrunching.com. And if you find the idea of time series forecasting or intraday seasonality is another term for for it, if you find that interesting, head on over to the website that's stockmarketoptionstrading.net and I've put together a free group. And inside that group, you'll also see a training course. Again, go to stockmarketoptionstrading.net and you can join the free alpha crunching community and the free training courses inside of that group. So how did I end up building alphacrunching.com and using time series forecasting? Let me give you a quick backstory of of how I got here and, and starting this company. Now, in trading in general, one of the things that we look to do is to increase the number of high probability trades. So whatever strategy that you trade, doesn't matter if it's stocks, options, whatever, if you have a strategy and and I'm just using the general term high probability, you like the risk reward, you know how it works, you're able to trade it and and you're able to trade it consistently. What you're ultimately trying to do now is increase the number of opportunities or the number of trades so that you can realize those profits more quickly over time. So for example, if you have a strategy that is has a 100% win rate and will make 10% on every trade, awesome, that sounds like an awesome strategy. However, if it only triggers once a year, then it's not really going to help you all that much, I don't think. So we want to think about increasing the number of high probability trades with whatever strategy we're trading. So when it comes to trading options, one of the things to consider is the number of expirations for a particular stock or ETF. Now, when I first started working on this type of strategy, at the time, SPX and SPY had three expirations per week, where most liquid stocks, the big ones you might want to trade like a Tesla, NVIDIA, Apple, Microsoft, those types of names, they only have one expiration per week. So right there, you're already comparing the frequency that you're going to be able to trade. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to trade zero DTE on all these, but let's say you had a a 14-day strategy where you're going to Um, buy call options on some trigger or you're going to sell credit spreads or whatever your strategy is. Well, if you have three expirations per week, you may be able to pull off more trades in the same period of time as opposed to trading one expiration per week. So one of the things I leaned into the last several years, as many of you know, is the idea of trading SPX. I trade SPX, but you can also trade SPY. Uh, in a similar way, because they have more expirations, which allow you to actually develop more strategies 
uh, around those. So for example, you could trade zero DTE, one DTE, five, seven, all these things, and, and just increase the number of trades for whatever strategy you decide to, to trade. Now, one other bonus of trading an, an ETF or, or an index like SPX is that you don't really have to worry about earnings risk. There is an earnings season. However, with stocks, you have an actual earnings announcement. And a lot of times, the week or so before and the week or so after an earnings event, uh, it may not be suitable to whatever strategy you're trading the other you know, two months out of the quarter, right? So if we back up to what a lot of uh, conventional wisdom has taught us to do when it comes to option selling, at least, is selling, you know, 40, 50 days out, you know, you can only get a couple of those trades in the bag um, before the earnings seasons come, and then you're not going to have to adjust. So that's a, just sort of another reason that I've leaned into SPX over the years. And now, as of um, about mid-2022, last year, SPX actually has five expirations uh, per, per week now. So basically, there's an expiration every day. And who knows if stocks will follow. Right now, stocks still um, have one expiration uh, per week on Friday. And let me just add one more thing, because it's kind of relevant recently, about the S&P 500, whether or not you trade SPY or, or whatever. The, the great thing about the S&P 500 is that it it's self-cleaning. It's going to keep the top 500 companies in the index. And a recent example is the First Republic Bank, which I, I think I saw an article that they're going to be, they've gone under and they're actually going to be removed from the S&P 500 and some other stock is going to be added to the S&P 500. So, um, so the S&P 500 is, you know, just a little bit more consistent and there's less, you know, real volatility risk compared to individual stocks. And again, the recent example is there's a lot of um, issues in the banking sector and there's a lot of stocks that went went down with that sector that had didn't really do anything wrong, mainly the regional banks, whereas the top big banks were actually ha- kind of hanging in there. So when you're trading an individual stock, you also have sector risk. And obviously, you know, the stock can go under itself. So when it comes to trading a consistent strategy over time, SPY or SPX is one of the best places to start because you're able to avoid a lot of that risk and just not really have to think about earnings, you know, those type of things. I think you're more having to, to think about the Fed and those things, but you have to think about that as well. So because of those reasons, I really started doing a lot of research on the S&P 500 over the last several years. And a few years ago, I ended up buying tons of SPX options data and I got with a trading buddy of mine who happened to be a data, data scientist so that worked out. And we put together, he, I should say, he put together a database where we were able to test just a ton of different strategies on very uh, short time frames, like zero DTE, one DTE. Again, this is still when SPX only had three expirations per week, but we really wanted to focus on zero DTE because the idea is, well, if zero DTE, you know, it's pretty much day trading for the most part. There isn't any assignment risk in case things go wrong for SPX, and you don't have to worry about overnight risk. And there's three days per week when we started that you could try to get some trades off. So if you could get a strategy that that does well, and you're you know get three good trades a week, I thought that was pretty good. And in episode 23 on the podcast, I did an episode with Lee titled "Hacking the Options Chain" that talks a little bit about what we were doing at that time. I thought it was pretty interesting. If you want to go check out episode 23. 
uh, about some of the takeaways from that project. Now, one of the biggest takeaways from that initial research from a few years ago was that when you're looking at uh, zero DTE or just you know particular days of the week for uh, day trading, the main takeaway uh, that I walked away with was that each day of the week behaves a little bit differently and that there seem to be repeating price action patterns on those certain days of the week. So for example, uh, Mondays might be more similar to previous Mondays. The price action on Tuesday is more similar to previous Tuesdays, that type of thing. The thing is, is these patterns don't repeat forever. And this was kind of a mystery to me. And it really stuck with me for a while. You know, how, how could these patterns be revealed or, you know, what, what was happening? Was this an options uh, thing? Cause we were testing everything with options. And so we, we fast forward to 2022 and the CBOE planned on offering five expirations per week. This was just huge because I wanted to be able to find these patterns and then be able to use options to structure trades to take advantage of those patterns. And just think about this for a second. With five expirations per week, every day the market is open, basically half of the options chain is going to be worthless, right? That's how I look at that. So when you look at all the options and you know the market's going around, it's all crazy, whatever, you know, wherever it ends, half of those options are going to end up to be worthless by the end of the day. And if you can get on the right side of the market, there's plenty of opportunities to take high probability trades and get that last day of decay in your favor and gamma in your favor as well. It's, it's not just theta trading here when you're, when you're selling spreads. That's how we're using it. But there's a lot of opportunities to try to get as many high probability trades in your favor. And doesn't mean you're gonna get one every day. Sometimes the patterns don't exist or it's unclear. So we're not getting uh, trades every day. But taking the concepts that there are repeating patterns for each day of the week, I decided to apply time series forecasting to try to find these patterns. Now, another term for this that might make a little bit more sense is intraday seasonality. And in episode 71 of the podcast, I talked about one of the patterns we had been seeing recently. So give that a listen when you get a minute. Again, that's episode 71. I think it was called uh, the Monday, this Monday pattern keeps printing. Uh, over in the alpha crunching group, I mentioned um, we were kind of trading that and, and it was a steady winner for, for a while now. And the pattern has shifted since, uh, but that's why I created the app to try to catch that shift. We can kind of make adjustments. So again, the idea here was to do time series forecasting to figure out if we can find or reveal any intraday seasonality patterns in the S&P 500 during the regular cash session. That was kind of the goal. So let's talk real quick about what intraday seasonality is. I went to my good friend, ChatGPT, to give a uh, brief, uh, you know, one, 200 words or less definition. I think it'd be able to articulate it better than I can. So when I asked ChatGPT what intraday seasonality is in 120 words or less, this is what it gave me. And I think it's pretty accurate. Intraday seasonality refers to the predictable patterns or tendencies that occur within a single trading day in financial markets, such as stock, forex, or commodities markets. These patterns arise due to various factors, such as market opening, closing times, economic releases, and traders' behavioral habits. Intraday seasonality is often exploited by day traders and algorithmic trading systems 
to capitalize on short-term price fluctuations. By identifying and understanding these patterns, traders can potentially gain an edge in predicting price movements and making more informed trading decisions. However, intraday seasonality is not foolproof, and it's crucial to combine this approach with other technical and fundamental analysis for a well-rounded strategy. So I think that's a really good definition that ChatGPT gave us. And a lot of this I teach in the Alpha Crunching training course is that even though the forecast is predicting a certain price movement for the day, and maybe that price movement is um, a rally from the morning to the afternoon or something like that, um, even though that's a prediction, we still have to take into account the current market. So we recommend some technical analysis or options analysis. And obviously, um, I'm recording this on a Wednesday and the Fed announcements later. So at that point, there isn't an indicator that's going to predict the reaction to a rate hike or something like that. So it doesn't matter if you're using the MACD or the, the stochastic on whatever time frame. When that news hits, anything can happen. So we still have to be conscious and aware of the current market. But ultimately, what we're trying to do is have an idea of the intraday price action that's coming up for the next day. So we have that before the trading day begins and really just trying to stay on the right side of the market to see if there are any strong intraday seasonality patterns. So it sounds awesome. How do we get how do we see these patterns? How do we how do we put this together? Now, one of the requirements for intraday seasonality, which is a form of time series forecasting, is to have consistent historical data, in this case for the S&P 500. Well, that's really easy. We just take the price data at certain intervals. Now, I was able to apply this type of analysis at five minute intervals to come up with a price movement forecast for SPX. And we're able to do that before the trading day begins because we're looking at all the previous data heading into that day, again, broken down by day of the week. So you have an idea before the trading day begins what the recent historical pattern is. And when I started, I was basically doing all of this stuff in Excel and I was getting the data price, just price data, no options data. I was just getting the price data because remember we're trying to find the price pattern and then trade options to match that pattern. And I started sharing the charts on Sundays to my SPX premium blog and alerts member members over on Patreon. But let me tell you, it was really clunky because imagine having an Excel document there's all this data in it and I'm, I'm putting up these charts. I was basically taking screenshots of the charts. I had a screenshot for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then kind of a, a what I call the snapshot for the week. So you can get a, a quick idea of what days have strong patterns. And I was posting this in a blog post and this would take me like 30 minutes to an hour to uh, basically screenshot Excel and the, the quality wasn't that great. And it, it was, it, let me just tell you, it was really, really clunky. And it wasn't very pretty as well. So this led me to say, well, I need to get this into a, an app. And instead of sharing it manually with screenshots, and I can't just share the Excel file because you have to get the data and that means everyone would have the data source. So it just made sense that I would put this in a web browser, build an app, a web app. It's not an app on an iPhone. It's a web app that basically allows subscribers to view the forecast each week before the trading weeks begin. And the cool thing is, is if you want to check out alphacrunching.com, maybe you take the free course and you can actually go in and look at previous weeks and you can go back to each day of the week and see how, you know, maybe how you could have traded that particular day. If you're already day trading, you probably already have a day trade system. And this is a great complement to whatever system you're already trading. Now I have my system and things that I, I uh, look for and how I trade. 
um, and I give a complete walkthrough of the app in the free training course. But I like to think of this more as an indicator that gives you a directional bias on each day of the week. And for now, it's really geared towards SPX zero DTE. I would say that's probably uh, who this is for, who this app is for when you talk about uh, customers or clients for the stock market startup that we're talking about. Uh, but looking forward, I'm really looking to expand the forecast, the same type of analysis to more than just SPX. I'm actually working on developing a similar forecast for the ES futures market. Um, I'm going to do 15 minute intervals, but this is going to find intraday seasonality patterns from Sunday, basically Sunday night to Friday night when the futures market trades. And then the idea would be, you know, if there's uh, let's say a bullish pattern from, I'm making something up, Tuesday midnight to Wednesday nine in the morning, um, then we you can look to automate uh, strategies that would be trading in that direction. So that's something we'll get into. I talked a little bit about that in a previous episode uh, with another stock market startup, startup which was Traders Post. Uh, so check out that episode. That's kind of where I'm heading to. Ultimately, all this is leading to some automation. So from a founder perspective or company perspective for alphacrunching.com, once I get the algorithm in place for uh, SPX, which is basically just a cash se session, that's already in place. We already have members. And then I get the futures market in place. Once I have that algorithm done, then I can expand it to other uh, tickers, basically. So there's plenty of futures markets to trade if you trade gold or bonds or nasdaq or the russell or whatever i'll be able to expand that algorithm out into different instruments and so that you can trade uh whatever thing you're already trading you can add this as a complement to help you stay on the right side of the market so definitely in, in its infancy here um, and i want to talk a little bit about some of the technical challenges for for building an app like this i i was working with a buddy on we were talking about well how do i develop this what's the best way and I actually went to a developer and showed them what I was doing and say, hey, here's my Excel document and I want to put this in the cloud and have the data update and do all this stuff. And essentially he came back with a, a six figure cost to build this app. And once I saw the cost, I was like, there's no way. It's one thing to have an idea, uh, but I wasn't gonna you know, take a hundred grand or so or more let's call it 200 grand for the first year to get this thing off the ground and not really know, not have product market fit. Are there enough uh, traders that want to trade this? Uh, it, are, are people going to buy into this strategy, that type of thing? I knew it was working, but that doesn't mean I'm going to get thousand subscribers who everyone else thinks that you have to go through the process of, you know, getting product market fit. So I wanted to create an MVP or minimum viable product and get it out there. I already had a small group. So that was kind of the idea is like, we are, there are already people who are using it. So let me turn it into an app without breaking the bank and let's see where we can take this. So right now I'm really limited to the data and the platform I'm, I'm using. I'm, I'm gonna be able to do SPX and gonna do ES futures and we can do four to six months of data, no problem. After that, the data starts to drop off. So one of the, you know, for the future of alphacrunching.com is to basically add more tickers, add the futures market. So I'm really looking forward to bringing that concept of intraday seasonality uh, to other people and it kind of sharing that knowledge with the proprietary kind of algorithm that I've put in place. There definitely provides an edge and it's really for you know seasoned traders who are already trading and they want that extra little edge and to also increase 
your frequency of, you know, of trades. Now, I, I like to do high probability trades. I basically trade credit spreads with this right now, but I, I plan on getting into more directional futures trading with it as well. And ultimately get into the automation phase where we'll be able to, you know, export or pinpoint the best times of day and certain predictions um, that needs to be built into the algorithm. So there's a lot of future things that I want to do in our planning and, um, you know, we're taking it one step at a time. So if you're interested in seeing how this works and joining other traders who are using it right now to make money every week, definitely come over to stockmarketoptionstrading.net and join the free alpha crunching community group. And then you can decide for yourself if it's something uh, you're interested in. There's no, you don't have to pay for the group. It's a free course. I really just want to get people talking. We're sharing how we're trading it right now. Again, right now it's mainly being traded by SPX zero DTE traders, but there are a few guys that are trading, um, you know, one, two days out with uh, the expiration. So thanks for listening. Check out the website, alphacrunching.com, and I'll see you in the next episode.